Let's get real. If you don't buy a mattress from Helix Sleep this holiday season, we're not friends anymore. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you at helixsleep.com slash opie. And I find myself once again in a car waiting for the street sweeper. It is alternate side of the street parking day. Yay! Yay for me. Oh my goodness, this old gag. Wait, I gotta I gotta lower my mirror. I gotta be ready when I see that street sweeper in the side view mirror because you know I gotta get the hell out of the way. So they can sweep the street and move all the dirt from this side of the street to the other side of the street. Brandon Hollinger, you are first on the Facebook. What's going on, my brother? Zoom, zoom. What's up, George? How are you? You are first on uh, the good old YouTube. You got Rachel, uh, Lamb Chops, Don't Drive. Hell nah. Uh, Mason, what's going on, buddy? Good to see you, my brother. Uh, Ted Palawada. We got Keith M. Chris. Oh, my God. Is that the streets? Oh, okay. Oh, my God, you got to be on high alert. Somebody was uh, beeping because someone was double parked. God forbid you double park in New York City. People will lose their shit. I am hyper because I got to be uh, I got to be razor sharp right now. Parking day. What a pain. Todd Kennedy understands, right, Todd? There's a bike coming right now. <laughs> I got to do this. Oh. I'm sorry. (laughs) Actually, that's not even funny because uh, I bike a lot around New York City. I wasn't going to hit him. I just wanted to do that for the stupid live stream. I'll be honest with you. Uh, He was in no danger. Um, But, uh, yeah, I do a lot of biking in New York City. And I've gone over the side of uh, a door that someone unexpectedly open while I'm on a side street because on the side streets you don't really got a lot of room to bike so you're you're pretty tight to the to the cars and uh, one of the rules in New York City especially for cabs you're not supposed to open up uh, the doors that face the actual road you're supposed to open up the doors that face the sidewalk and most New Yorkers also know that and uh, every once in a while you'll be flying down a side road and somebody out of nowhere opens up their um, their driver's side door and I had one significant incident where my my uh, bike hit the door and I went flying over the door, tumbling and wumbling, and uh, I was okay, but uh, it was very, very scary. I should have done that because I'm a bike guy, but I just want to show off for you guys. Every, every once in a while, I do stuff on this thing that I normally wouldn't do. F bicyclist. What the hell, Nero Wynn? What's What's wrong with you? They ride on the sidewalk instead of uh, the bike lanes. They're annoying. Well, I do that too because it's way safer on the sidewalk. It's it's gotten scary on the streets because <clears throat> you got the electric bikes. They're the delivery guys, and man, time is money. So these guys got souped up electric bikes that go no joke thirty forty miles an hour, and you step off the curb, 
they don't acknowledge uh, traffic lights. They don't acknowledge stop signs. So you you assume you step off the curb because it's your turn to walk across the street. These guys, man, I can't tell you how many times they zip right by your um, your nose. And I got the electric scooter, and it's pretty dangerous on the street. So I, I absolutely ride the sidewalk. And then every once in a while, you get a lady. It's always a Karen. I know that term is overused, but God... Can you get your electric scooter off uh, the sidewalk? And without missing a beat, I always, always go, Mind your business! But then if it's not a Karen and it's a, uh, you know, and it's a it's a tough guy from uptown, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shut my effing mouth. But we all do that. We all size up the situation before we act out, right? I think so. Rachel, my friend almost got mowed over by a cyclist in New York. We lost, um, man, we lost a famous actress. I think she got hit by an electric scooter and she died uh, not that far from here. I forgot, uh, oh, I forgot who it was. Maybe somebody could help me out in the chat. She stepped off the curb. It was her right to walk and this thing just plowed her over. And I guess it hit her head because she did not make it. Opie, in the 90s, I almost did a uh, Bono on my bike in Prospect Park West and broke the guy's window. I got an ambulance ride. Damn, L. Richard Richardson. It's such a scam. So first of all, starting at 8 o'clock, I got to sit in my car in the driver's seat with the engine on. And then you got these stupid meter maids. They come walking up and down the streets. If you're not sitting in your car in the driver's seat starting at 8 o'clock from 8 to 9.30 with the engine on, these guys will give you a ticket right in front of your face because they'll they'll say uh, you're you're parked illegally. What I mean by right in front of your face, let's say you're outside the car, or maybe you're like, you know what, I want to lounge in the the passenger seat. That's not good enough. And uh, these guys don't give you a break whatsoever. The city absolutely hires a type, a type that doesn't want to hear nothing because they got a quota. They get excited to write those tickets. So that's the first thing. Those those people come up and down the street. And it's a game because you'll see the meter maid go by. You're sitting in your car. You're like, I'm good. And you still got to wait an hour, hour and a half. Sometimes you'll get out of the car, maybe go get a cup of coffee or maybe talk to a neighbor or maybe even just sneak away for good because, you know, the street sweeper already came through. They double back to get you. Oh, it's such a scam. So that's the first uh, step of the alternate side of the street parking. And then... You'll see the the sweeper in the side view mirror. That's why you keep seeing me glance over because it's no joke. They come um, flying down the road like a bat out of hell, just beeping their asses off, uh, making everybody move like I'll have to move. I'll have to move uh, like, uh, what, six feet that way. And then the sweeper comes through between my car and the curb. And then they uh, they wash the street basically uh, sweeping all the crap from this side of the street to the other side. It doesn't really pick up any dirt. The whole thing is nonsense. The whole thing is a revenue stream for New York City because they, they just really want um, to catch you not, uh, not in your car so they can give you a ticket. And then the street sweeper goes flying by. You should be good because that was the only reason you had to move for alternate side of the street parking day. They're not coming back. And you still have to wait until 9.30. And if you're, if you're stupid enough to go, you know, it's 9.15, I think I'm good. You got a sneaky Pete meter maid hiding behind a goddamn tree somewhere just waiting for you to leave the car. So they try to get you not once, not twice, but three times. 
And then everyone tries to get back into their parking spot, and that's where the fist fights uh, happen because it's really hard to find parking in New York City. So you'll get some people trying to sneak into a spot after the street sweeper goes by. The whole thing is absolute nonsense. Oh my, are you watching Chernobyl on HBO Max? Dude, it's fucked up. No, I'm not, Nero. I'm watching, this is what I'm watching. I'm watching, I'm, I'm binge watching David Letterman's Netflix uh, show. Catching up on that. Because I didn't really want to watch David Letterman. Because I, I mean, I'm a fan, but I wasn't a huge fan. And then I finally dipped in and I said, man, this David Letterman, this version of David Letterman is really good. He's opening up, he's uh, showing vulnerability. And his long-form um, interview style uh, is really, like, really good. And it's a shame that we didn't have this version of David Letterman like 10, 15 years ago. It's truly a shame. He's taking a more serious tone. He'll certainly get his jokes in, but he's definitely more of a long-form, serious interviewer. And I'm really enjoying all the episodes. I even, I even uh, watched the Kanye West one, and David Letterman made him likable. Because he was talking about how a lot of, like, art, a lot of entertainment, a lot of music comes from uh, crazy people. If you're really into some crazy shit, as far as movies and music and whatnot, it's safe to say that a crazy person made that stuff for you. And I'm like, man, is that a smart, smart thing to say, Kanye West? Ye? Yo, get me some sneakers, ye? And I wanted to hate his sneakers. I might be too old to be wearing the yees. Are they yees? I think I'm too old to be wearing the Yeez, but uh, I like his style, man. And then he dressed Letterman in the episode, and he made Letterman look like a hipster. Uh, We just binge-watched Loki on Disney+, Plus because I'm all in with the Marvel thing. I think back in the day, I think Eric was a big Marvel guy, I think. And every time Marvel came up on the show, I was, like, out of that discussion. I had no effing idea. I couldn't even tell you, like, at the time... Uh, which character was DC or Marvel, and now I know all that shit. And we just uh, binge-watched the Disney Plus Loki series. I didn't get it. That time travel shit is annoying. No one has made a good time travel movie, and I mean no one, because I like logic, and it, it never logically makes sense. There's always some, like... There's always something wrong with the story when you do one of these time travel movies. And the Loki series is all about time travel and, I don't know, the timekeepers. And my son, he's already smarter than me. He's what? He's 11 and he's already smarter than me. I thought my son would be smarter than me by 13, maybe 14. But he's already smarter than me. His logic is uh, is off the charts. He's a really, really smart kid. And he's sitting there just soaking up the whole Loki series and he's understanding all of it. And I'm like, what's happening? I don't know what's happening. I don't get it. And he's sitting on the couch next to me like, oh, 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 I know why. The, oh, okay, that matches up with something they did in Thor. What? Endgame was so funny with their time travel. Iron Man was just like, I figured it out, and that was good with, with uh, for the plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chloe, time travel movies blow, as do period movies. Movies set in history, not movies about periods. I got you, Chloe. I'm with you. Uh, so I'm watching Letterman. I'm watching all uh, Marvel movies. I think we, yeah, we're, we, we're pretty much caught up. We even saw uh, Shang-Chi. 
which I think was the best Marvel movie. That's a movie you definitely got to watch in theaters and not on Disney+. Plus. Oh, my God, the special effects in that movie were terrific. And I think that movie had more comedy than any of the others. And the comedy was right on, man. That's what I like about Marvel movies. I'm not a big action movie fan in general, but I love uh, the character development and I love the comedy that they throw into the Marvel movies. That's why I'm pretty much hooked on them. And Shang-Chi absolutely was the funniest of all Marvel movies. Well, maybe not funnier than Guardians of the Galaxy. Now we have a debate on our hands. I'm going to have to go Guardians of the Galaxy, funniest Marvel movie, and then uh, then I'm going to go Shang-Chi. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, the Ten Rings, Brian Parnas. The Ten Rings. Oh, shit, Pat Duffy. Damn it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me think this over. Man, I haven't seen Deadpool in a while, so my list might not be fair. I think I got to go first Guardians of the uh, Galaxy, funniest Marvel movie as far as comedy goes. Then, you know what? I think I got to go Deadpool. And now, all of a sudden, Shang-Chi's in third place. And then I uh, I binge-watched over Thanksgiving break the Kevin Hart show. Um, I think that's on Netflix. It was really good, man. Wesley Snipes plays uh, Kevin Hart's brother in this show, and it's really good. The first episode gets you absolutely hooked. I had a little problem with some of the casting and a little problem with the storyline. But if we're going five stars... And a little problem with Kevin Hart's acting. <laughs> but with that said, Kevin Hart's new show on Netflix, I think, is really, really good. I would give it I would give it three and a half out of five stars. And I watched the whole series. I sat down and watched the whole thing in like one day. And I really, really enjoyed it. What would you know about acting? Shut up. I did plenty of acting. I literally played a character on a radio show, you stupid F. Yeah, that's right. Opie was a character. Or a lot of it was. I don't act like this during the day. I give myself about an hour to be like a goofball. And then I don't walk around like this. What time is it, by the way? Oh, I got it. Wait. Yeah, I got another half hour to sit in this car waiting for the street sweeper. All right. (laughs) (laughs) was it Shang-Chi was red Chinese propaganda was it oh my god people are people are insane QAnon is taking over the world Greg right now or Opie no it's not that dramatic but I mean when I was on the radio I would say uh, I I would say there were times I was absolutely playing a character And I say that because some of the stuff I said and did, I would never do in my real life as my, uh, as myself. And then there were a lot of times I was just, uh, the same person on air or, uh, off air. I wasn't, I wasn't like a character the whole time. No, but, uh, there were definitely times I knew it was time to pump it up and, uh, try to get a ridiculous reaction out of people around me. I thought people knew that. Like, I just did a walking around my neighborhood live stream, and I try to mess with people, but I, when the cameras are off, I don't do that. I'll, I'll lose my fucking teeth. And I also know kind of like 
having a, a camera on gives you a little bit of protection, a little bit, but you can't take it for granted, that's for sure. Yeah, man, I've said that too, Rachel. I don't even want to read your comment, but it's on the big screen. I've said that too. For most of my life, I was shocked how uh, about uh, people that could just blindly follow a leader. And I, I used to think to myself, how is that even possible? I, I don't question that anymore. Cody Zone, on air, stomps on cake. Off air is just cool Greg. Yeah, man, like, when that whole, like, cake stomping thing went just ridiculous viral, ridiculously viral, I should say, and I had to hire 24-hour security for a while, um, it just amazed me that people didn't want to hear the full story about what it was how it was for a radio show and how we knew the guy and the guy was part of our radio show. Saw him a lot, interacted with him a lot. Tried to explain the guy actually really, really liked us. None of that mattered, and I understand that. And part of it is because um, there was only one part of that video that was out there, not the whole thing, where you see us talking to the guy day in and day out and you understand there was a real relationship there. <clears throat> Excuse me. But what absolutely amazed me was the fact that people that never heard the Opie and Anthony show, they were convinced I was such a monster that I just walked around New York City doing that on a regular basis and I needed to be stopped. I'm like, oh my God, this is scary what people want to believe and say. Was Opie one of the OG cancel culture people? I think me and Anthony, I think uh, the show in general was... uh, at the beginning of that whole cancel culture movement, oh my, uh, oh my God, of course I believe that. They started canceling radio guys before anybody else. And then I, I, I said it. I said they're going to move on to others. They're going to move on to comedians and other people in the entertainment field. But they try to cancel radio shows um, way, way in the beginning of uh, cancel culture. Opie, you are a good guy. I try to be Cody Zone. I try to be a little better every single day. That's all you could do. Okay, let me talk about Helix Sleep for a second. They're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you at helixsleep.com slash opie. Will you just buy a mattress so you can keep this podcast free? I got three of them, by the way, and I absolutely love my mattresses from Helix Sleep. And this is what I love about them. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. They know everybody's unique, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, they have medium, they have firm. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot and even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. Of course I took the quiz. Why are you asking me that? Thank God their mattresses are great because my favorite part of the whole experience was getting the box. It was outside my door. I'm like, how is this a mattress? It was in a much smaller box. We opened up the box. It's like shrink wrapped or something like that. We took a scissor to it and the whole thing just came alive in front of our eyes. And the kids were like, oh, wow, look at that, daddy. And then we just jumped up and down on it screaming, yay, yay, yay. So if you, my friend, are looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your front door. Yes, shipping is free, by the way. And let me brag for them. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 and by GQ 
and Wired Magazine. And it's kind of dumb for me to read this, but what the hell. 10-year warranty. But you're, you're, you're going to just absolutely love it. Helix offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you at helixsleep.com slash opie. That's helixsleep.com slash opie, O-P-I-E, for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Get your mattress, you savage. I forgot to mention the other thing about the street sweeper. So the whole thing is they want you to sit in this this ridiculous situation because they just want to catch you and, and uh, write you a ticket, the meter maids. And I told you how they'll come by the first time. And if you're not in the driver's seat with the engine on between 8 and 9.30, they're going to give you a ticket right in front of your face, even if you're outside your car. Um, and then the street sweeper comes by. And if you don't move for the street sweeper, because some people will not move for the street sweeper because they're like, he'll just go around me. I'll, I'll deal with him beeping like a lunatic, you know, because the energy gets crazy. But eventually he's got to move on because he's got a job to do. And you think he got away with something? Oh, God, no. That guy calls it in and then there's another. Well, at, at that point, it's not a meter maid. It's someone above meter maid status. And they come by and write you a really angry ticket while you're sitting there thinking you got away with something. I forgot about that. So... On alternate side of the street parking day, they make they make a healthy living for this um, for this city. And it used to be you had to do it um, four days a week. The only day you had off was Wednesday, and they finally moved it where you only have to do it on Thursdays and Fridays. So that's you know that's a step in the right direction, I guess. What do you think of the upcoming Patrice benefit? I think it's amazing that ten years later, Bill Burr is uh, still trying to take care of. Patrice's mom and uh, and family members. You know, Patrice was the meal ticket for a bunch of people. And I think it's amazing that Patrice left us way too soon, had incredible uh, potential. I think a lot of the stuff that Kevin Hart's doing would have been Patrice's, to be completely honest with you. I think Patrice would have been a big fucking star because he would have got around people that accepted uh, him for who he was. And uh, he would have got some amazing projects. I think he would have had amazing movies that he made. And he left us, man, and it put his mom in a bad spot, his sister in a bad spot, and a few other people. And I think it's great that Bill Burr, 10 years later, is still doing the benefit with a lot of the money going to Patrice's family. And I know there's assholes online. I've seen a few of you. You're trying to make something of it. Just don't. This is exactly what Patrice would have wanted. To know that his good friends, uh, one in particular, Bill Burr, uh, still has his back and is still trying to take care of uh, Patrice's family. So anyone like trying to spin this into something else, they're just the type of people you don't want to hang out with ever. That's why I have a seriously no problem with the hate I get because I look at the person and go, oh my God, I don't, I don't even want to be with you. You're not doing me any favors. You're just showing me who you are, and I don't like hanging out with people like you, so thank you. Casey, he's always got to take that little shot. Patrice was in uh, Furry Vengeance. I think that's enough of a legacy to be proud of. That movie wasn't good. Patrice didn't like the movie. But fast forward, he would have absolutely figured it out. He was, man, Patrice was on his way big time. That elephant in the room was going to lead to some big things for him. It's just a shame. Patrice would have uh, definitely been on F's for family. Yeah, man. I mean, it's not even fair. 
We lose Patrice O'Neal and Craig Robinson continues to have a career. Are you kidding me? And they were both in the office. Shouldn't be a dick to Craig Robinson. He was really nice. He came in and he actually wanted a picture with us. He said he was a fan of us, which I thought was really cool. But you just get that who gives a crap type of entertainment. Patrice would have gave you something real. You could feel it. This street sweeper is coming soon. Sometimes they come last minute, too, because you think, like, I've been in this car an hour and ten minutes, and you and you think you're in the clear, because now everyone is really parked tight, so if this street sweeper comes, everyone's going to be in a frenzy, like, kicking an anthill, and it's a nightmare. It's like a five-minute pressure cooker. You could feel your blood pressure going through the roof, and that's what sucks, because you're like, I think I'm good. All I have to do is sit here another 15, 20 minutes. I could do that. But you can feel the energy. I feel like he's going to be coming any second now. Uh, Nero Wynn just gave me $5. Thank you, sir. And he writes, I want to do it with Scarlett Johansson. Really? I used to uh, think she was attractive. I don't think she's attractive anymore. Maybe my taste changed. I don't know. We saw her at the Radiohead concert at, uh, where were we? The Bowery Ballroom? I'm trying to remember who went to that show. But I remember being at the bar, and I believe, I believe she was with Ryan Reynolds, right? Were they married or something? Oh, the street sweeper! Fuck! I told you. Oh, oh my God! Are you serious? He's at the end of the line. I'm. Uh, there's like fifteen cars. So he's just at the end of the line, how this road works, and he's waiting as everyone starts making their move to get out of their spots. I was going to turn this off. I might as well, like, um, I might as well get us through this. All right, everyone is slowly moving their cars. Street Sweeper's about 10 cars, 10 cars from me, going really slow. Because these cars, they refuse to move. Because no one wants to give up their spot. Oh, this sucks. He came last minute. That's some dirty pool right there. Dirty, dirty pool. I don't know what's going on. I think one car is refusing to move, like I told you. That car thinks he's getting away with something, but there's going to be somebody above the meter mate status giving him an angry ticket. Because this street sweeper should have uh, swept right through our 15 car uh, area. All right, now everyone's slowly moving their cars. I'm about. Uh, oh, this is exciting! Oh my God, this is the big get. I've done, I've done alternate street, alternate side of the street uh, parking live streams, but never got the the money shot where the street sweeper comes through. Look at all the money he's saving. Are you kidding me? December. First was what yesterday? That's another uh, at least eight hundred, eight hundred fifty dollars in my pocket because I'm not doing the um, monthly parking. All right, now we're six cars. This is a great way to end the live stream. Oh, you got to see behind me. I, I, you hear the beeping? People are starting to lose their shit because now everyone is just all over the road, and you got other cars that are trying to drive the other way. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven cars away. Everyone is on an angle now. Just so the street sweeper could sweep an area that's, what, four to five feet. I hope this works out for us because sometimes it's it's tough to get back into the spot. You might be able to hear the street sweeper sound at this point. Three cars. 
I'm going for it. Oh my God, hopefully we'll get back in our spot. I'm literally in the other lane. One more car. Get out of the way! Oh, the last car decided to stay, so he's gonna get an angry ticket. And now we go back into our spot. Oh, this is exciting stuff. My God, who's giving you this? I should start a Patreon. Alter the Side of the Street Parking Patreon show. I'm only going to have one shot at parking this. And if I fuck it up, then someone can take my spot. Woo! We good. We good. We good. And that's it. I think we have to call it a wrap. The alternate side of the street parking uh, live stream is done. I hope everyone has a good day. Do I still listen to the police? Yeah, I still listen to the police. I got a lot of NYPD friends. They got a, a nightmare of a job right now. But I'm a libtard. I'm a snowflake. Am I? I thought it was the dumbest thing to try to, to try to defund the police. Now everyone's calling the police and they're like, you're on your own. Well, but I need your help. Oh, remember when you were defunding us? Yeah, yeah. Now we don't, now we don't respond to a half the shit that's going on in New York City anymore. Way to go! Way to go on that! So yes, I still listen to the police. They got a tough job, and that's it. I had something else, I think, but I don't know. All right, I gotta go. My energy is a little hyper. My blood pressure absolutely went to the roof. Now, no, it's funny. The street sweeper went by. And I, uh, I still got to wait another 13 minutes. Why, you might ask. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because they did their job. They did, they did uh, what they had to do. But I don't know. We still got to sit here for 13 more minutes. And if we don't, I'm telling you, there's, there's a meter made around a tree, behind a tree somewhere around here, just waiting for one of us to go. I think we're good. Street sweeper went through. He did his job. I'm good. I'm not waiting the last 12 minutes, and then he will hit you with a goddamn ticket. All right, I'm going to go, guys. Have a great day. Uh, for real, thanks for all the, the love and the support. Really, really appreciate it. Obviously, thank you to the private Facebook group. I can't thank those guys enough. You could join. I noticed we uh, we got a few members yesterday. Um, you just click support now on my regular Facebook page, and you could join a really good group of people, solid group of people. And if you don't, that's all right. It's all right. What am I going to do? And um, subscribe to the Opie Radio podcast, please. Uh, that I care about because the more people that subscribe, I can make some money. Numbers go up. Advertisers start paying a little more money. And then I'm a, I'm a guy that doesn't have to sit in my car when the stupid street sweeper comes by. Got to go work out now. Get rid of this pie weight. Have a good one.